This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Above Snakes by Image Comics. This Western comic from the creators Hayden Sherman and Sean Lewis is kind of a series of one-and-dones. It's a revenge tale. I should throw Hassan Otsami Alwahu, if that's how you pronounce his name, as the letter. He's doing a good job, and he even got his own uh, lettering variant cover that we featured a while back. But this is a fun comic. Tells a revenge tale in the Western genre. They're self-contained stories, but also part of a larger story arc that continues from issue to issue. I've read the first three, I think. And uh, the quality continues to stay top-notch. So if you like revenge tales, if you like Westerns, if you like just good comic bookery, check out Above Snakes from Image Comics by Hayden Sherman, Sean Lewis, and Hassan Atsami Oahu. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Calendar with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 768 for comics originally coming out in your local comic book shops. September the 27th and September the 28th, this last release week of September. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, fill me in on all the joys and sorrows in the world of comics. <laughs> joys and sorrows. What Jason wants to know. If you were to make a Black Manta movie, who would star? Who would direct? Where would where would the setting be? And I think that's it. Yeah, it, w- it would literally be Django Unchained, um, but Black <laughs> Manta. So it would be it would be Jamie Fox. It would be uh, Quentin Tarantino, and uh, just go from there. Uh, I really think that's all you need. That that is that is pretty sweet. maybe a little yet less inward, but other than that, go. I I think I'd watch that movie. Yeah, because my favorite of the Manta is when he's just a murder. He just murders and he just he's lost all sense of self and he's just become a killer. That's what I love. Yeah, I can see that. He asked if I was to make a saga movie, who would who would star and direct? And that one I can't. I can't even, I can't even cast it. I oh, can't, yeah? I can't even cast it. Can you cast a saga movie? Yeah, you got Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> got kind, of, kind of a dainty but warrior kind of guy. And then you need just a, a really beautiful woman. You could probably go ScarJo in that case because I, th- I always picture her as a little bit older in that regard. Older than him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you put like, I can see like, uh, Prince Robot. I'm trying to think. You could put anybody because you're throwing a thing over his head. So you need to, yeah, you just need a recognizable voice. Well, no, he doesn't speak. You don't need anybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hazel um, doesn't matter. Too young. Yep, who cares? Just throw a kid. In. Throw, 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 throw a twin in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the will. Okay, so who's the will? Yeah, that's oof. That's a that's a good that's a big one right there. Yeah. So that that'd be like uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would that would be good. But you know what? I don't want to make a saga movie. You know why? Or a TV show? You know why? Uh, hold on, we got we got to find a director here. We need like a Frank Miller or no, like a 
because we want to set it like it's gonna be crazy. So you're you're thinking, put it in almost the Mad Max kind of. I thing. want George Lucas to come out of retirement. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and he could do it. Well, who's who did who's your favorite of the Star Wars directors? I mean, probably George Lucas. Probably George Lucas. <laughs> I mean. <coughs> Oh, you're going to, yeah, so you're going to go back then, yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, who else does really great sci-fi? Yeah, you know, maybe a James well, I mean, Cameron. What's-his-face has been in charge of the Mandalorian since day one? Favreau. Favreau? Like, Favreau's yeah. amazing and can do no wrong. That's true. You're right. That would work. That would work. Um, But I, I, I would... I, I don't want Saga to fail like every other BKB property has failed on the small and large screens. You know, it, just stay just stay in comics where there's, you're safe. And yeah. well, I guess I guess when you finish when you're finished with all of it, and I have the whole story and I've read the whole story, then you can option it, I guess. <laughs> and and maybe it'll, maybe something will happen then. I don't know. But yeah, it's got to be a, it's got to be an Orville type series saga. It can't be a movie. But like, so what would you even do? As like, if as far as like, if you're talking current Star Wars, the only piece that I need is Dave Filoni. Everything else is pretty much interchangeable. Yeah. So it's got to be saga's got to be animated. Fuck you. No, <laughs> I'm out. No. I, well, honestly, how do you do a masturbating dragon in real life? A live action <laughs> masturbating dragon. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, you know, six foot tall leg sex world sextopia. I mean, there's a lot of difficulties here. Well, you can stick some CGI in there. My my stuff can have CGI. It just can't be completely animated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I it, it it would bomb. It would bomb anyway. <laughs> We've just it just couldn't be. A, I mean, can you imagine trying to what would what would you even pick as the uh, a two hour version of Saga? What would I just what? go full Romeo and Juliet with the war and then the lead up to him being in prison and then her and they're slowly falling in love together and then the baby and then cut at the baby at Hazel. Yeah. Well, that's I mean that's like which is literally not even in Saga. <laughs> That's, that's like the first arc, maybe. The first book starts with Hazel, the birth. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we would. Yeah, a prequel. I would. You could do a prequel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do a prequel movie where we do find out about, see a little more of the war happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. You're good at this. <laughs> where where well, would you? Uh, go yeah, ahead. I guess you would just shoot this. You'd have to shoot this. Um, in space, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you'd, you'd be on the planets and the moons and yeah, in the prison. And, It'd be all green screen, probably. Yeah, blue yeah. cats. We'd be all 3D. Yeah. yeah, I saw a meme once that said, "May your favorite, you know, a property be horribly live action adapted." I'm like, ooh, that is kind of the worst thing that could ever happen nowadays. It does. It sucks, man. It like when when it gets when Paper Girls got canceled, it, just, yeah, it, it hurt. Canceled. My... I still feel the Why the Last Man kicking the dick. Like, 
Yeah. Just I'll wake up in a cold sweat sometime. Going, <laughs> well, yeah, because Pink Girl's really good, and Why I still haven't finished. So no, I literally Why is one of the only things on Hulu I haven't stopped. So after I finish any series, it tries to automatically take me back to Why the Last Man and be like, "You stopped on episode nine. I'd be like, "There's a reason for that." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's what I would do, uh, Jason. There we go. Kyle is your, uh, he, he's your showrunner. Yeah. He'll take there care we of you. We got Star Wars Andor coming up here soon. Already out, isn't it? Or is it out? I was going to say it's either out. Yeah, September 21st, so it just came out. I just haven't yeah. watched it yet. Yeah, I think it dropped the first three episodes. Oh, that's what I'm doing this weekend. Sorry, you can do back that. to back to back on that. Chili in the crock pot tomorrow and then just go downstairs. Now, um, I'm, I'm behind on She Hulk a couple of episodes and I'm behind on House of Dragon one. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not current on. I'm still it. just, I mean, I just enjoy the memes of She Hulk, but not watching She Hulk. And then I'm going to go back after it's done. <laughs> being just nothing but meme culture. Yeah, none of that stuff is probably landing. You really don't know what's going on, but it still works for you. I mean, there's pictures of She-Hulk twerking. How can that go wrong? Yeah, you, you can you can put the put that together. Yeah. <laughs> well, we because we took we I guess I took two weeks off there. Uh, we only you did. Think a I'm going to say anything to you? I I, I was gone for a four weeker <laughs> for a fortnight. The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now, and it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason, and second of all, our patrons, who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities, we, we pay for ours here at, at the C4FAP. It ain't cheap. We thank you so much. For those of you who go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit and contribute at any level to say thanks, to say I want to be a part of your Slack channel conversations, I want to get exclusives, I want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. So we're going to start up with October uh, solicits and we're going to go ahead and start with DC. And this is, these are comics that will be on sale in December. Man, DC, we're going to start with that one because it is the big dog back again. Of course, we are talking Batman Spawn. We are talking McFarlane. We are talking Capullo. Uh, it is awesome. We have all the different variant covers. We have Sean Murphy, J. Scott Campbell, Jim Lee, Matina, Gabriel Del Otto. You name it, we have it. No love for Bjorn Barons. I thought maybe McFarlane would pull, pull Bjorn Barons in on one of these covers, but not on that. Yeah, it's they seem to be pulling out all the stops for this. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't this in? Wasn't the original in like bargain bins? Oh yeah. Well, so was Spawn One for the longest time, and now it's yeah. a value book. 
Yeah. So let's let's money, money, money. Yeah. Um, do you remember reading that at all? That original? I don't remember. I don't remember it. But one iota. All right, Drew. Have you don't look away? I'm looking away. So ratio variance. So what do you think we have as far as ratio variance? One in one hundred, one in fifty, one in twenty-five. Uh, maybe a one in two hundred. Maybe a one in five hundred. Okay, so we got a one in twenty-five. We've got a one in fifty. We've got a one in one hundred. A one in two fifty. Okay. We have two one in six sixty-six. <laughs> and we have a one in one thousand signed variant cover. Okay. And remember, this is a one shot, a seven dollar one shot. This is not an ongoing. Yeah. <clears throat> Would you rather have one signed variant by both Todd and Greg, or would you rather have two signed variants, one by Todd and one by Greg? I'd rather have two by Todd. <laughs> that was not in there. No, I'm that sorry. was not my an option. My, my sorry. <laughs> now give me one dual signed. Yeah, I think I, I think I agree. Yeah. In, Eric, interiors are Eric beautiful. Let us know uh, who's jumping deep on that one one thousand. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's already pre-bought it from mm-hmm. Cowabunga, I'm sure. <sighs> Yeah, that's a, that's pretty sweet. Ooh, and Catwoman gets a one bad day treatment. G. Willow Wilson writing it. Jamie McKelvey on art and cover. I gotta increase my font size here so I can see some of these little variants. Jessica Fong one in twenty five is an awesome looking cover with the with the mirrored alternative. Love no, Suzumiyaki. No, Sozomiyaki. She's moved on to a different book this month. That's surprising. Well, these interiors are great. Who's doing the interiors? Um, Jamie, Jamie McKelvey. Remember when I said yeah. that? We like Jamie McKelvey. Oh, yeah. This good. A little Wickdiv. Wickdiv, baby. Oh, Which yeah. I'm mad we don't have a Wickdiv cover. Oh, that's really great. I, I want, like, anything Jamie McKelvey does, I want a Wickdiv cover. I just want it. <laughs> uh, this is really, this is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Batman yeah. versus Robin Four, Mark Wade, we're still on that one. We're still pumping out covers for that. We're still doing a one in fifty variant down on Batman versus Robin Four. This is the you, penultimate because we got a five issue series on that. Remember when uh Dan Didio was phasing out the variants. Yep, and then he went bye bye and they said we're going to really make up for this. They phased him out. Yeah. And if one Catwoman book was not enough, Catwoman 50. Oh, wow. Big five O, so we're going to charge you $6. That's Bring where in. we put Sazamayaki with Stepan Sejic. Mm-hmm. They're together? Which one those is those that? Two different, those are two different variants. Oh, those are two independently orderable variants. That yeah, so if you, look up, if you look at the top postage stamp, you have the Michelle Pfeiffer cover. That's yeah. Sazamayaki. And then Sejic is the back of the police car. Is it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Those are all nice, though, aren't very they? Very nice. Very nice. And I very much the holiday variant by Nathan Zerdi. Um, it's cute. 
yeah the blue batman under the mistletoe with cap yeah um that's a really that's a good twofer that is a good twofer mm-hmm. <sighs> crap batman 130 is a some of the variants on this one. I love it when they do variants in front of the dinosaur in the cave, and they did a dope one. Oh, that's great. That's Delato, I think, too. Oh, my Del goodness. Otto or Sajic, I can't tell, and that is awesome. Please, let's make the, the dopest cover I've seen in months uh, the size of a friggin' penny. Uh, 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 that, that is really nice. Yeah. I want that. I might have to actually do an order instead of just trying to wait till. Yeah. See on everything on this one. That's really nice. Yeah, that's really good. I'm guessing I'm guessing the Del Auto is the top one. Yeah, that's more he does the more of the close up punchy style. Yeah, and I think that might be Sajic right there. Your boy. Yeah, but I'm more likely to see Sajic at a con, so that'll work good. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Across the pond. Yeah, true. Speaking of which, did you see that the that Columbus Cartoon Expo thing is happening in October, and uh, my boy Ed Pisker and Jim Rudd Rug is coming yeah. over for it? I saw that uh, being chatted about in our Slack conversations. That is um, that's worth almost worth the drive up. No doubt. But I, I I went and looked at it, and Ed's doing a signing. At the at the Franklin um, County Library uh, for half an hour. What? He's, he's signing from like for thirty minutes, and I'm like, dude, I I have there's no way, like, I mean, <clears throat> he's no he's not like blown up or anything, but still, there's got to be enough comic people. You put you put thirty people in a line and there's your yeah, thirty no, minutes. No. Yeah, no, you no. know he's he's not gonna. That's not that's not worth the chance that I wouldn't get to get get anything signed. Yeah, just go up and I, I think he's paneling somewhere and he, he and Jim are probably paneling about cartoonist kayfabe. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there were there were tons of people up there though. It seems like a neat show that's grown. I just. It's probably it's more for people that live in Columbus and can just pop to all the different venues. I mean, because you'd have to. It's like a all it's like a multiple venues over multiple days. Mm-hmm. So, bit of a challenge for me driving back and forth. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> and I'm I'm still I'm still a little conniverse. Just because you don't want to get sick. Yeah, yeah. I got. I used to get sick when I before COVID. Every time I went to a con, but you kept getting better. Well, you are getting old. So never mind. Yeah, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Detectives ten sixty seven. The one in twenty five by Colleen Doran is something I never thought I'd see in a cover. Wow, is that Batman floating in a field of a, a, a pond of lilies? Yes. So, like, brightly colored, daylight, what? Batman, floral arrangements, cattails, lily pads, pond. Okay. Weird. Yeah. But there is a size spurrier backup. Um, Two-Face. Mm. Um, so, that's, cool. that's, 
that's always worth it because sometimes the the Ram B stuff's not that great, but 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 you get the backup to save it sometimes. I was gone and back, and then I think uh, I missed this. Of course, Batman Gotham Knights Gilded City number three. I didn't realize this came with DLC codes for the game. No, I think I missed this too. So it's of course Evan uh, Narciss on writing and Abel on the art. So this is going to be, I assume, going around the Gotham Knights game that will come out here. Um, I don't even know the release date on that. I normally know that kind of thing, and I don't. But similar to what we had with Fortnite codes, each of the five, I'm sorry, six issues will come with an in-game reward, be it a skin or some sort of item, it looks like. Yeah, and then if you get, if you, item, yeah. if you redeem all six from all six issues, then you get a, an extra item. But this is Batgirl's Tonfa. Do you know yes. what a Tonfa is? Yes. What is a Tonfa? It's like a police baton, but only it moves. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Very nice. Ooh, the Riddler year one, number two, Paul Dano, Steven Subic, not Steven Sajic, Steven Subic, with a Bill Sienkiewicz cover. Mm-hmm. I hope this is good. Actors suck at this sort of thing normally. Six issue. Batman, Superman, World's Finest, number 10, Mark Wade. Great cover. I love the one in 25. Again, if it were a little larger, I could actually really critique it, but it looks like um, cards in a binder. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The Dan Moore is pretty nice, though. Just the standard covers. Always, yeah. Superman, Son of Kal-El, 18. Kal-El Returns, Part 6, written by our boy Tom Taylor. And we do a 1 in 25. That is, um, is that Lois Lane? Yeah, I assume it's a Lois Cather. Watching TV at a Best Buy? What is she doing? (laughs) And I could not tell you what the Simone de Mayo cover is. As the variant, because again, the size of a flea. Yeah. Action Comics 1050. Holy crap. Okay, without looking, what what ratios do we have? Can't have as many for this, can we? And we're definitely not doing a 666. So let's say 1050 is not that big of a deal. Correct. So I'm going to say 1 in 25, 1 in 50, 1 in 100, and maybe a 1 in. 200. All right, we got a 1 in 25, we got a 150, we got a 1 in 75, a 1 in 100, a 1 in 250, a 1 in 500, and a 1 in 1050. Not wow. 1050. I was so wrong. Yeah. We yeah. can go all yeah. in on a yeah. 1050. Why is it? What's the deal? You know, <laughs> this Dark is the first 1050 is... that's ever been. There is no trend to do things at 1050 unless it's this. Oh, so I guess we should get prepped for Detective 1050 in just a month yep, exactly or year. Exactly what I was leading you to. No, the right. detective's at 1067. What did we do for Detective 1050? Oh yeah, it re- that's right. Detective gets there first. I forgot. Yeah, we didn't do nothing. Did we do something for 1050? I don't remember seeing a one in 1050. I would have thought I'd talked about that. They didn't think of it. They didn't think of the cash grab idea until now. Who is Alexander Lozana, and why is his one in 75 one of the 
dumbest covers I've ever seen. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Next page. What is going on with? Is that Superman's head or? Doesn't even look you know like what? him. There's an all red cover, and I like the all red better than the Ariel Cologne and the Lanza. I like it better than the Al Barrio. Those are some awful covers. Are they not? Is this like, like high school kids that we're getting to do these? I don't. I don't think so. But the I'd, Alex Ross is way cool. Yeah, and that's, and that's what just this a foil. That's what this Lozano is trying to do. This is like if. Alex Ross had a child that had some issues. This looks like you Learning made a good art piece and then jacked up the aspect ratio by just dragging a corner like, you know, yeah. Feet like down. you don't know how to you don't know how to increase a, a photo size. If you took a four by four picture <laughs> that you did and dragged it into sixteen by nine and just thought everything would be fine. <laughs> Yeah, like a right. a boomer with a word doc trying to insert a. <laughs> okay, none of us can afford the one in ten fifty variant, correct? Right. right. Why has it got to be top secret? Just show the stupid thing. We can't buy it anyways. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It has maybe it has the lottery numbers, the winning lottery numbers on it. Yeah, but like real talk, I want all these trading card variants. I love that kind of thing. Ah, uh, is it in a binder though, or are they just side by side? I think they're just. That's it. That's like in a binder. That's like in a binder. That's like when I used to put my baseball cards in the nine by nine binder. Yeah, but you could actually see space between them. These are right bunched up against. Like, I don't think there's. I don't think it's a binder. But maybe, maybe, maybe when that you would get be cool them. if they acetate covered. Just oh, like and put the dumb. lines in the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Oh, my gosh, there's more bad covers. Holy crap, I didn't realize there's another page of crap covers. They're not crap. Steve Lieber is not crap, ever. Take that back. You want that Crystal Coon cover? I am i don't know what that is. That is the worst cover I've ever seen. <laughs> that is so bad. What about Pamela Hugga-da-boom? Yeah. So because I said the Crystal Coon variant cover is the worst cover I've ever seen. At some point, Mike Myers will tweet about how great Crystal Kong's variant covers are. Because he loves everything I hate. He loves everything I hate. All right. That's, I mean, honestly, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. So, wait. Okay. So, you've put two pages of variants on the Uh right? Yeah. You've repeated the Alex Ross cover twice. On one on each page, and you've re- you've uh, repeated that the, the uh, Jim Lee is top secret twice. I guess that's a f- one's a foil and one's just an Alex Ross. Is that what it is? Um, yeah, yeah. But it's so a one- the same picture. You can't see the foil. On- <laughs> so Jim's doing a variant, and he's doing the 1050. So he's doing yeah. two, right? No, he's doing one, and we're marketing two. Ah, true, truth. All right, I've made my fun, which I don't come in here to make fun, but boy, it's too easy. Uh huh. We should get into to cover art. <laughs> you and I should start doing covers. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, I could do a better than Crystal Cotton cover. Yeah, yeah. Just like so use your butt cheeks, dip yeah, it in paint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
just use you know the appropriate red, white, and blue or whatever, <laughs> blue and yellow. Oh, so stupid. It, that doesn't look good. This Don, yeah, look look at this. Um, that George Perez limited poster that was out. They made it into mm-hmm. a, a a variant cover. That's, That's awesome. kind of cool, and it's open to order. Premium George Perez Tribute Virgin Foil Variant by Various. That's seriously Various. It's like like everybody did a character. So mm-hmm. each character is somebody, some artist, and then they just Photoshop them all together. It's awesome. And if you look, I mean, like if you if you had a blown up version, I don't know if you saw the the high res version of the poster going around. Mm-hmm. But you could you could tell like like some of the art styles you were like oh yeah I know who that is oh yeah I'll be able to pick all red out is what you're saying <laughs> yeah I mean, you definitely could but some of them you can't you got to use the little chart look like my boy Nightwing's doing some good things here so we shall see and then we did some Dawn of DC variant covers they're all by Dan Mora. Yeah, to celebrate the future of the DC Universe spinning out of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, Dan Moore illustrates the exciting next chapter of your favorite heroes in four connecting. Do you feel bad for not being a part of the dawning of the new DC Universe? Because you're not reading, um, you're not reading Dark Crisis, no, right? Not reading Dark Crisis, no. I didn't. I mean, they haven't had events worth reading for a while. Right, but you're going to miss the shocking conclusion that launches the DCU into 2023. What awesome. are you going to do? Jump on an issue one. <laughs> so then we go into Dark Crisis Big Bang. You know, I can believe this. They're going to they're going to put another tie-in for you to buy. And that's after the monumental events of Dark Crisis 4. And some stuff happened. And I don't care. Hire new cover artists. I can't buy these books. That Ariel Cologne is garbage, too. Well, some of these are so bad. These are all bad. What's the what's the mashup between a cartoony Wonder Woman and like a and a French painter? The French. What is going on? It's all I don't know. It's just stupidity. I wonder who that is. Is that Zerdy? They're can't be Freddie Williams. I cannot. Okay, yeah, they, find me the Freddie Williams cover in this garbage. Like that, like that. None of those can be him, right? He's too good for any of those. I mean, uh, uh, oh, they're not. They're not trying. They're. They just got a stack of or there's old, just no, old sketches. There's no standards. Hey, do a cover. What should I do? Eh. We don't care. How about um. Do some crystals and uh, do it a, a reflection in the crystals of somebody that's not even related to the book. That's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll call that a one in twenty-five. And make like a horrible-looking Joker and five unrecognizable characters. <laughs> I mean, maybe they are trying to kill the variant cover. Like, let's get back to telling stories. Well, we can't. People really like these variants. Well, let's make the variants so bad for so long 
that people stop doing that and go back to just buying eight covers and reading the story. Mission accomplished. <laughs> like, I would be ashamed to send these covers to to get CGC. Just no. <laughs> I would expect them to be sent back with a, just an, uh, a post-it stuck to the front that just says no. Yeah. I do like the holiday variant by Crystal Kung of Stargirl, The Lost Children, number two, but I don't want to read that book, so I'm not going to get that. But I think it's a nice cover. That one I like. Making the, the Snowman. covers on, the, on that flat, flat 790. Nothing wrong with those. I flipped right, I flipped right by that, didn't I? Nothing to write home about, but nothing bad. Yeah. 790, is that not an anniversary issue? Can yeah. we hold off for Tidmore to get to yeah. 800? Can we do a ratio one in 790? So I like this. Deceased War of the Undead Gods number six has a The Boys homage. That's awesome. Jeff Spokes, strong work. W-U-G, what is that? War of the Undead Gods. Oh, okay. Straight out of where? Straight out of Gotham. So it's like I'm like a straight out of Compton type thing, but it looks like the boys cover to me. But yeah. I like it. The acetate variant's awesome. Is it stapled? Ooh, let's not get into that. Is it too soon? Too soon? Can't make any more? I'll take your wife. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez. Okay. DC versus Vampires. Awesome covers. I love the Where's Waldo cover. I love uh, the other the the uh, Nathan Zerity cover. That's that Philia Bradican again. Yeah. She's the one that did another hyper detailed thing that I was raving about. I was like, I wish it, I wish that she would do one that I could just all order. I didn't have to get a ratio. And uh, no, didn't do it again. But at one point. At some point, she will do a regular cover, and I'll be able to buy it. There you go. Uh, but that's the last DC versus Vampires, so we will see if they all die. Well, they might do a... Oh, trust me, I know. If it does well, we gotta get out of it. New oh, yeah. character alert, Drew. New character alert. I gotta follow Philia Bradican on um, Twitter. I don't think I am. Sounds like a made-up name you'd call a bar. Just not a, it's not a girl. It's a guy. Oh, interesting. Let's see. Graduation. Oh, man. He posted something really cool. Oh, did he? What in the hell? That's just fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's a rabbit hole for another time. I'll go down that on my own time. Holy moly. (laughs) So check socials for... (laughs) Yeah. So introducing the yellow beetle in Blue Beetle Book Graduation Day number two. So just FYI. Yeah, it looks like a girl. And there is a one in 25 yellow beetle design variant that they're not showing us. And that would be the prop. Well, no, she's on the cover here. So, But it, yeah, it was in issue one, right? She was in issue one, just was on the cover. Is that correct? You're, I, I think we had that conversation. Think I would think with this being an issue two, we haven't even seen issue one yet. Right, but I mean, in the solicit, it said something oh, like gotcha, 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 a new gotcha. character. Gotcha. So okay, Drew, we got Wildcats number two, written by your boy Matthew Rosenberg. 
Right. The mission has gone sideways for the Cats team as they inadvertently run afoul of the last group they wanted to cross paths with, the Court of Owls. Cool. Talon cool. versus Zealot. Okay, cool. I love Talon, so let's that's do awesome. more. Let's do more Court of Owls that aren't with the aren't in Batman. Let's see him out. Let's see him out. About. Yeah, and I, like I, I love that Howard Porter, but I don't like that it's a one in fifty. Kyle, you know what we need? More Harley Quinn? Who, Harley who said that? Quinn uncovered. So this is just our this is just an art book. Oh, okay. So I will take a book of Derek Chu art any day of the work. Uh, okay. We've got Ryan Sook, Warren Lyle, Amanda Connor, Derek Chu, and others yeah. doing covers. All right. Sure. Let's hope they do less and it's mostly just Derek Chu. Yeah. <laughs> Danger Street, number one, written by Tom King, Jorge Fornes on art and the original A-cover. Okay. Joining the Justice League is a goal for any superhero, but what happens when a quest for membership takes a sinister turn, joins Starman, and Morphone Warlord, as they look to prove themselves worthy by summoning and defeating Darkseid in battle. Soon they'll learn that calling upon a new god never ends well, and their world is headed for a crisis as a result. Okay. Okay. Um, King always gets like awesome artists, and mm-hmm. he, I, I mean, this is just a uh, twelve issue, so yeah. this is gonna take two years to come out, probably. <laughs> uh, and maybe just wait, maybe just wait, and uh, read them in trade. But it'll probably be good. Just not as good as you have to wait too long. Sandman Universe, Dead Boy Detectives number one. We, uh, I liked Dead Boy Detectives number one at one point back in the day. So, oh, look at that. And this is your buddy Pornstack Pinochet. I like him. Jeff Stokely, I love that top variant cover. I don't remember Dead Boy Detectives very much from that oh, yeah. run. No. I don't, I don't remember much of Sandman because it was 30 freaking years ago. <laughs> Happy 100th birthday to Stan Lee. Almost made it, Stanny. Tales from Earth 6, a celebration of Stan Lee number one. 10 bucks. 96 pages, one shot. All card stock. Oh, wait, this is DC Connect. What are we doing? Why are we celebrating Stan Lee? Yeah, interesting. Over 20 years ago, Stanley reimagined the entire DC universe. Oh. I didn't know he did that. Did I? Yeah. Probably not. I don't know if I was paying attention 20 years ago. It's possible. Yeah, I was was raising my little baby. So this is... Reimagine Batman, Green Lantern, Sandman. I like that they got covers, though. That's cool. That is kind of neat. Catwoman didn't change much. Mm-mm. He kind of, like, everybody else looks a little significantly different. Not so with Catwoman. He's yeah. like, yeah, why they ain't broke? <laughs> We're going to put literal ears. How about that? On all the holiday variants, a little bigger, so you can see. Hey, there we go. So why is World's Finest got a person in question mark, I wonder? 
There's some mystery singer. The last time there was a silhouette was not the Beyonder. It looked like that in one of the Secret Wars, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. That would have been a wrong, the wrong uh, publisher. Anyway, Nightwing ninety nine. Ooh, we're close to a uh, hundred. I don't have to be a one in one hundred. Where are you at? I'm I'm scrolling down, looking at the holiday variants beneath the the Stanley's. Just imagine the actual Nightwing solicit. Just the the, no. I just I saw the holiday one. All all the holidays are together, and some of them are before the actual solicit for that. Yes, and much larger than when we get it. And much larger, yes. Yep. Hundred dollars, absolute Batman, the three Jokers in hardcover, which will collect the three Jokers one through three. Stunning absolute edition format. That's a really good uh, series. I liked it. Yeah. I don't know if three issues are worth a hundred bucks. Two hundred forty-eight pages for three issues. They were long issues. Yeah. I still don't know. Well, I mean, you're only gonna pay fifty, right? So if you or pre-order it, <laughs> there you go. It's definitely not worth a hundred. Collected issue this, collected issue that. I'm not in the mood for collected issues, so I'm just moving through. It just, I just recommended that people wait for the trade on Danger Street. Although I won't be. I'll be reading it in single issues and be disappointed probably. Harley Quinn 25, Harley Quinn the Animated Series 3. Oof. Well, see, Bad Girls isn't even going to give us the final cover. Mm -mm. So, again, publishers, you expect us to pre-buy your stuff two months ahead, sometimes three months ahead, and you can't even get your cover done two months ahead, right? What's that about? Sometimes not by FOC. Yeah, I was going to say. Final issue of Batman Urban Legends. The series is ending. Oh, cool. I think that's a really cool Nightwing cover, but I will never know because it's the size of an ant. Oh, on Batman Urban Legends. That variant looks awesome by Jamal Campbell. But... Oh, yeah. So I wonder if... I think this has done pretty well. And I I wonder why it's ending. Maybe it maybe it hasn't done as well as I thought. I, I thought it a story. Sergeant Rock, DC horror version. Sergeant Rock versus the Army. That, that came out this week, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, the first issue. So Ooh, issue four, we get Hitler. Can't go wrong with that. You really want to spice a book up? Hitler. Uh, you know I'm all over this GCPD, the blue wall. It's right up my alley. Like NYPD blue, but... Yeah, any kind of crime-solving 
thing. I'm in. Okay, Nightwing has 99 issues, and the co- the, the A cover looks that stupid. <laughs> it's it, this also looks like it's a stretched image. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, let's make his shoulders broader. Okay, let's just grab the box on the end and turn. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make it so I didn't really have to do much art. Let's make most of it black. <laughs> And let's make the holiday variant just essentially a 90% angle towards his crotch. <laughs> yeah. This Poison Ivy's been great, by the way. Yeah, that, that standard cover's awesome. Punchline, I don't think I've read that first issue yet. So. Okay. Check it. What did you just say earlier? And I want my boy Talon and Court of Owls in different books, correct? Yeah. Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number three. The abandoned Owl Court Hotel is said to be home to the most terrifying ghosts in Gotham. But there tonight it's also home to like the grooviest dance party. Scoob and the gang barely have time to dance the Batsui before guests start disappearing. Victims of the legendary Owl yeah. Beast Talon. Yeah, I didn't say Talon. I want to say I want to see more Court of Owls. The court of Owls. I'm sure we got more just, just Talon because Talon's around all the time. But I want to see more more Court of Owls guys doing stuff. Even in Scooby Doo. Oh no, probably not. Probably not Scooby Doo. Everybody's favorite Robin, Tim Drake, number four. Human targets back. But like, check it. They get better covers than Nightwing. And like that variant of it's the original, it's the homage cover for uh, Batman and Robin, the one that came out yeah. by Morrison right before uh, right before New 52, where uh, Dick was, was Batman and it was awesome. And then just did that homage to that. It's awesome. Yeah. So, so Human Target comes out when we when it was on sale 12 27 22 right so the end of the year mm-hmm. want to guess when human target number one came out this year was it this year is that your guess you wouldn't bring it up if it was but so i'm gonna say july of last year November of last year. November of, November of last year. So a year and a month to get ten issues out. Does that seem legit? Mm, seems from the big two. You're the big two, buddy. Get your stuff. <laughs> Trains should run on time, bro. <laughs> You're not the little two. You're not the little guys scrapping trying to get your books out. You're the big two. Shouldn't be allowed. But it's 40 pages. <laughs> yeah. Eight of them are ads. Okay. Again, the, you can't really see it, but take my word for it. But if you're looking at this, The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number four, there is a really nice one in 25 Dustin Nguyen cover that you can barely make anything out that I think is phenomenal looking. How do you know it's phenomenal looking? It's just tiny. I like, I like the thought of it. Oh. And the theme, it's it's very I well like composed. Dustin Nguyen enough to know what his norm, stuff normally looks like. Yes. but boy, it would be nice if it was larger than this dice yeah. in front of me. Yeah, he's doing a good job with the rule of three, cutting it into thirds. Doing a good yeah, job yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. 
Ooh, Tim Drake. That looks nice. That looks like an old, that variant cover looks like the original Batman and Robin cover. You didn't or was hear that... me just tell five minutes of that story right before you talked about Human Target? I was so, I was so angry about Human Target. I must have been, I must, I almost only have so many brain cells. <laughs> yeah, that looks like that, that Morrison Batman and Robin run that came Oh, that's right. That's what you said. That's yeah. what you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it was in my head because I I soaked it up subconsciously mm-hmm. from you and then yep. it was percolating to the top. That's why Percolate I was away. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> what is going on with Wonder Woman's fenners? Oh my goodness! Look at that sharp nail. What's mm-hmm. happening? Something something right. Something's wrong. And that is pretty much. It, I think. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. That'll do it. Man, there's a lot of stuff in there, though. I mean, besides some covers that we didn't like, for the most part, there's there's tons of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Time for Hot 10. Let's see is what is smoking from our good friends at uh, CBSI. Of course, we have it over to comicbookinvest.com. And look at their top 10 list they put out. Let's look at. Number one, of course, we have Swamp Thing 37 from 1985. Alan Moore is writing, how did Keanu Reeves go from goofy Johnny Utah to brooding A-lister? Anyways, news that he will be back for a new Constantine movie has fans pretty darn happy. 9.4, going for 450 bucks. Oof. I want that. Yeah. I'm just going to get a cheap one. I think this is the first. Of course, it's the first John Constantine, but he's not on the cover, you know? So I don't like those as much. But I could probably get like a decently beat up copy for under under 100, maybe? Is that possible? Yep, probably. Graded 6.0s are going for 250. So yeah, you can get a raw. Yeah. Yeah. I'd. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters. I need to have some of his keys, and I, I, I think I think I have. Do I even have Hellblazer number one? I might not even have that. So I need to have Hellblazer number one, that long running series of his. Um, yeah, I need to start picking up some of his stuff because I love him. There you go. Harley Quinn thirtieth anniversary special number one, the Adam Hughes one in one hundred shocker. It's going for two hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, it's a ten dollar book. So it's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. I'm, pretty cool looking. Hughes has some dope covers. Donkey Yojimbo number 31. There is. But Kyle, if, let's, let's say you own a comic shop. I do. If you didn't pre sell this one in 100 foil variant and it's a $10 book, are you bringing in 100 copies of this? If I'm if I if I'm inadvertently hitting into the seventy or eighty, yeah, I'll push to the thirty. But if I'm selling forty, I'm not pushing. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Usagi Yojimbo number thirty one has a Peach Momoko one in twenty five variant that's going for over fifty bucks already. I mostly don't like sketch covers. I mostly don't like Peach Momoko covers, but this one I admit looks great. This is miles better than the collar version. Has a vibe to it that hits the core. Yep, this one will need to be five. Need to be fine for the PC, the personal collection. Yeah, I was I was waiting for you to define that because I had no idea what he was talking about. There you go. 
Harley Quinn thirtieth anniversary special number one. There is the Art Germ one in fifty, and it's going between seventy and eighty. So again, little return on investment. Drew and I, of course, not big on pie ratio and stuff like that. So unless you're a double ratio, I don't even talk about them. Yeah. Vanish number one by Ryan Stegman, the Spawn homage variant, sixty to eighty dollars. Looks like this is an exclusive to Donny Cates' Substack. Anyways, homages are weekly occurrences now. Why not another one? Yeah, it's nice. Um, that's funny that they you can't get it unless you're in the Substack. That's an interesting So if you subscribe to his digital, you can get his physical? Uh, sounds like it, yeah. That's cray-cray. I don't like that. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 503 it was less than a $10 book. Now it is between 15 and 20. It is the first appearance of Loki's daughter, Tess Black, in this issue. Not exactly sure why this is suddenly a thing. I don't see any official news or anything. That being said, just remember about all the Disney Plus spec that has crashed and burned before investing in this type of book. And we have Incredible Hulk 256, the 50 center. Still going up. 9.6s are now $375, and newsstand rolls are in the $60 plus range. Very curious to see if this holds ground in the long term. This is uh, Monica Rambeau or whatever? That's correct. Captain America, Sam Wilson, number three. Zero 9.8 sales since July, where it sold for around $130. Now, several 9.8 sales in the $150 to $2 range since Joaquin Torres is officially confirmed as the NCU's new Falcon. Pretty cheap gamble, in my opinion. Number five is a good bet, too, as it is the first Joaquin as the Falcon. Okay. Cool. Edge of Spider-Verse number three, the N. Lee limited to $750 book. Sets of the trade slash virgin are selling for around $125. Definitely not pushing people to buy on certain platforms, but eBay isn't the sole outlet for collectibles anymore. Just reporting sales here. Nothing to make you get your tinfoil hat out. Uh, is this, does that mean it's what not? Is this a what not? <laughs> yeah, are they, yeah, they're doing that again. Outright counting of Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number two, the one in 50. Sun Kuzumaki variant and a it is a 150 going for 50 dollars someone on twitter said that whatnot was hips, hipster ebay uh if a hipster works i'm in shirtless bear fighter number two the one in ten where it, he's versus Pooh. i pointed this out <laughs> you did yep yeah, i wouldn't let you pick it i wouldn't let you Correct. pick it I mean, it's probably actually a deal seeing how you get to see Pooh getting smashed with a giant boulder. Worth the 20 bucks, they say. And the other honorable mention, Young King Cole, number eight from 1948. Dang, a CGC 9.6 sold for $4,500. Yes, it was a promise collection and the highest graded copy, but that is a huge number. The 9.2 mile high copy sold for just $150 in 2004. Not exactly sure why the Burnett's head is so huge or why the football player is going ghost-faced on the charity. That's a deal for mile high. <laughs> Price gouge you. That's awesome. Those are some good books. Let's see what we can secure with our last chance at FOC from our good friends at Cowabunga Comics. 
Yeah, FOC is our final order cutoff. Just the last bite of the apple to make sure we get some of these books. Let's start with some of our DC items and see what we have here. Batman and the White Knight, number six of eight. We got a Fiona Staples variant. I don't know how she has time for that. She's been on hiatus from Saga. Yeah. She should, I guess that's how she has the time. <laughs> Damn you. Get back to work, woman. Uh, did Batman White Knight? Oh, there it is. Then Batman The Knight has a few covers that are really nice. Everybody's been raving about this Black Adam. But uh, I haven't read that one yet. Here's your GCPD blue wall coming out. What? What? Wait a minute. There's another Catwoman? I thought Catwoman was over. Maybe not. Huh. Lonely City? Yeah, I thought Catwoman Lonely City was over. but Issue 404? You see, it's Black Label. Yeah. No, that's right. I did because yeah, I, I I was I was angry because I thought it was only a three issue. I wanted it to be a three issue because it was a a black label, but it was not. Can't always get what you want, they say. But you get what you need. Sometimes. Riddler Year One. Will Sinkovich cover one cover thing. Holy smokes, Death Rage. What are you doing? Yeah, that's that GCB, the blue walls. I'm going to love that, but I don't know if anybody else is going to read it. Yeah, giving it up to a 1 in 50, the variant, though, so that's good. That's some help. Titans United Blood Pack. Number two, I love the uh, Derek Chu card stock. Which one is that? Titans United Blood Power oh. Number Two. You blew right by all your Night Wings. Because they are not impressive. They are not impressive. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good Bill Sinkovich. Not just murkiness to be murky. Yeah. And this is the one where um, Paul Dano's writing, right? Yeah. And they're giving him a 1 in 100 and a 1 in 250. Dang. That's a lot of effort behind him. Now I get to the Titans United and see your, what you're talking about. Okay, very nice. Deadly Class 56, this might be it. This might be it. Yeah. Uh, finale. Did a lot of it, covers, including a Sengevich. It's killing me, man. It is killing me. The last one just ripped my freaking heart out. Sometimes things don't make sense. But it's just for you. 
Oh, it's a J.G. Jones. I thought they threw Joel, Joel Jones on the cover for you. <laughs> Those are all pretty nice. Wow. Gotta go Wes Craig, though. Yeah, it's with the guy that brung you. Mm-hmm. Oh, this uh, public domain's really nice. Chip Zdarsky, that's been fun. Own Orchestra Black Feathers went to a second printing. Awesome. I think, uh, yeah, that was one of your picks, wasn't it? Yep. Boom's giving us something called Damn Them All with Get This Team. Cy Spurrier, who I love, and our boy Charlie Adler from Walking Dead. On a new book. Did he run out of money? It's it looks like an ongoing um new dark dark supernatural thriller for fans of We Have Demons and Something is Killing the Children. It's an occultist for hire. Pretty cool. I like it. Legendary Walking Dead artist Charlie Adler. Heck yeah. I feel, <laughs> that's exciting. I am very excited about this. It looks really good. And who doesn't want more Charlie Adler? Amen. Oh, there's an FOC reveal variant. What does that mean? By Becky Cloonan. That's cool. Who's the Lee that's doing this? Oh, Inhyuk. Inhyuk Lee's is pretty nice, yeah. too. Is Eve Children of the Moon? That's a that's another volume of that, right? That's not the first right. volume. Ooh, stuff of nightmares going to a second print too. That's awesome. R.L. Steinbuck sold enough to go to a uh, second print. Oh, okay. That's who that is. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's hit or miss sometimes, right? It's true. Is that the last? No, Silver Coin Stone Coin. Never mind. Amazing Spider-Man 12. Oh, that's a dozen. Hey, we should celebrate that. Hey, let's make. <laughs> nope, just three covers. Just three. Showing restraint. Did you read Damage Control, Kyle? No. Nah, should I have? No. It was silly. I don't. You won't like it. You got a Moon Knight Annual coming out. Oh, good. And Moon Knight Annual has a 1 in 25 Sienkiewicz. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Who's doing it? Federico Sabatini, Rod Rice on the cover. Werewolf by Moon Knight. Yep. It all began. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Twenty-five. I wonder if they'll do something cool for twenty-five. I don't know. Greg Land. New Hope, 45th anniversary edition. That's a pretty nice cover. Strange Academy comes back with finals. 
dropped off that sorely. What I didn't drop off of was variance, though. Variance is great. Anybody who loves Jessica Jones there you go. will love it. And down in some of the smaller publishers, it's the second issue of Action Journalism. <laughs> That's right. My previous pick of the week. Chopping block number one from Keen Spot. I'm not sure exactly what that is. The Adam Harold, Ryan Hone. Dilapidated mansion on a hill overlooking the happy town of Harmony sparks the curiosity of the local goth kids, the suspicion of the town sheriff, and the hunger of entities dark and demonic. Okay. I don't know if I can take many more of those type of books. Monster of yeah. Metal one shot. Yeah, I was looking at those. I thought that. <laughs> the Monsters of Men or the Monsters of Metal? Which one were you looking at? Metal. Yes, me too. Written by director and visual effects artist Jason Howden. Okay. Stabity Bunny 12. I'm going to have to get on and look at the release. That can't be the original Because I mean it's been a lot longer than a year Oh yeah Right Bolt Comics giving us Nightfall Nightfall, double feature A 64 page Yeah dang Eight bucks though. Eight bucks. They're charging us for it. Not giving it to us. They're charging it. Yeah. Oh, Rick and Morty so, one hundred. Well, that's probably a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very very meta cover A. I missed that. Troy Little. It breaks the fourth wall. Postmasters number one from Source Point. Garrett Gunn, Christina Blanche. In a post-pandemic America. It's close to post-apocalyptic, right? Not one of the same o- feel. <laughs> one of the only things still remotely functioning is the mail. But with mass casualties to their ranks, the Postal Service has been forced to adapt to a consistently more aggressive set of routes with less and less carriers to service them. You're going to say less and less caring. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Looks kind of interesting. Which um, Rick and Morty were you pointing out that I did not see? Uh, I was telling you cover A is very cool and meta. Oh, it would be would I not even get that though, right? Yes, you would understand it. Oh, more collectors issue Morty. If we don't destroy this comic, it'll be graded and slabbed in plastic forever. 
Stop. We're losing value. That's fantastic. I definitely think the B cover is my favorite. Ah, the guy from um, Three Dogs. Anything else, Drew? So many comics. I know. I know Lots what you're of... going to pick, though. Um, I would like to pick that, but if you want it, you can have it. Okay. I'll take Damn Them All, number one. Charlie Adler cover. All right. Uh, I'll take Postmasters. There you go. From Source Point Press. What's left? Oh, we've got to do cover price, don't we? Yeah. Heading over to Cover Price and checking out their top 10, seeing what's going on. On the secondary market, what's starting to heat up? And we need to dig through our long boxes because, of course, every time something heats up, I go, maybe I've got that somewhere. Let me look. And you do, usually. (laughs) A lot of times, do. At rank 10, we have Iron Man 219 from 1987. In the same spot last week, this book is related to the long-anticipated cast and team announcement of Thunderbolts. Very fine copies, $28. CGC 9.6, $140. Truth, red, white, and black, number one from Marvel 2003. Marvel finally dropped some cast announcement at D23, including the return of Isaiah Bradley as Captain America New World Order. Talked about this before, $200 for a 9.8. Rawls for $35. At rank eight, we have Ghost Rider number one from 1990. Ghost Rider saw a resurgence in the 90s, introducing a new generation of readers upon the release of his second series. With it came the first appearance of Daniel Ketch, who later became the second Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider also happens to be a prominent member of many iterations of the Midnight Suns, an IP that just received a video game and one that has a ton of potential in the MCU. Uh, 21 copies sold. 335 to CGC 9.8, 28 bucks for your rolls. We talked a little bit about Man Thing number one before from 1979. The first appearance of Man Thing is well out of reach for many collectors, so the community has been split on what to collect next that doesn't break the bank. Man Thing isn't particularly known in the public at large, leaving this to be an excellent entry point after word spread of a of his blink. You must uh, and you must appear. And you miss it appearance in the trailer for the upcoming where Wolf by Night. Blake, and you must have missed it, is what they were trying to say. So, CTC 9.8 is 150. And near mint copy is only $16. Yeah, big jump. Yeah. So, look out for that giant size man thing. One of my favorite things to say. <laughs> Blade Runner number one from 1982. Plain as day, Blade Runner is a classic. It spawned numerous remastered editions and a sequel in Blade Runner 2099. Blade Runner 2099 didn't quite receive a cult status, but it was very well received for the most part, enough that Amazon Studios tapped Ridley Scott once again to develop a TV sequel series. Uh, near mint copies for $29. And we saw high sales of almost 42 bucks on this. Incredible Hulk 250 from 1980, Marvel and Disney sure know how to make waves, often dropping tidbits of information that launch lesser-known characters into the forefront of discussion. Well, they did again with a character named Sabra. We talked before about Sabra a couple weeks ago. 19 copies of this are sold. $259 now for a CDC just a 9.6. That's pretty good. And near mint copies, 60 bucks. From 1990, or 1975 Marvel, Marvel Presents number one. Boom! 
Marvel Strikes Again, sending the community into a minor frenzy with a trailer for the upcoming World by Night holiday special. Disney Plus has now added a page for the special event, confirming that the location will be the Bloodstone Temple after the death of its owner, likely Ulysses Bloodstone, who debuts in this issue of Marvel Presents. We saw 24 copies moving on the secondary market, $175 for CGC 9.4, and fair market value, 25 bucks. Rawls. Midnight Suns number one. There is a Kevin Eastman one in 25 that just came out this year. Kevin Eastman is a legend who has one of the greatest, if not the greatest, indie comic to fruition. It does without saying that his name carries some weight. With fans picking up his work when they can. Recently, Eastman returned to do some work on a Marvel book, which hasn't happened often. This one in 25 variant has the added bonus of featuring the Midnight Suns comprised of Blade, Wolverine, Magic, Spirit Rider, and Nico Minoru, all characters with a dynamic following amongst the community. 40 copies sold, $35 for a raw copy. And ASM 503, we know that Loki is coming back for a second season. Season 1 absolutely shook the multiverse with Kevin Feige, confirming that the route Marvel will take for the new series phases. What shenanigans will Loki, Sylvie, and Kang get up to in Season 2? This book features the first appearance of two characters, Tess Black, the daughter of Loki, and an immortal sorceress of chaos, Morwen. So that's all. 57 books sold, 140% increase, and we got 23 bucks up to raw copy. And Incredible Hulk 256 from 1980, we touched on Sabra. This is more Sabra. This was a dollar book for the longest time. CGC 9.6, 3.49, and 66 bucks for your rolls. Crazy, crazy. At rank 11, we have a Mating Fantasy 1000, the fake 1000, uh, D23 version, uh, selling 335 dollars for a raw book. Stupid. Another Amazing Fantasy 1000. Uh, these were released exclusive to atten- attendees. Uh, this one sold for three twenty-five. At rank thirteen, we have Bone Orchard, a real comic. No, not it's one in one in one hundred. Black Feathers number one, the Mike Del Mundo, and we sold nine copies of this, a high sale of one hundred and ten bucks for a raw. Uh, one in ten for Edge of Spider Verse number three, the Chris Anka. It's a design variant. 36 copies of this one moved with a high sale of 16 bucks for a raw. That's decent. The old spawn number one from 1992 comes in at rank 15. I can't believe it just keeps bouncing up and down. Keeps, top 20. Keeps appearing. <laughs> 35 more copies sold. Uh, 217.50 for a CGC 9.8. Um, a raw sells for around 43 bucks. That's, that raw is creeping up there. That's pretty good. At 16 from 1991, we have. Uh, it's actually Dark Hawk number one. Or, yeah, Dark Hawk number one. Is that what that is? Yep. It's kind of a mess. Uh, we tracked 18 copies of that soul with a high sale of 225 for CGC 9.8. At rank 17, we have Batman 127, the in Lee 1 in 25. Uh, 24 copies sold with a high sale of 22 bucks for a raw copy. And I think that's kind of a fail-safe deal. The origin of fail-safe, yeah. Um, 
rank 18 we have spider-man number one the old todd mcfarlane regular copy from back in 1990 sold a ton uh there's plenty of these out there but 22 people wanted it so we got 130 dollars for a cgc 98 near mints uh selling around 36 bucks this was this was a dollar book for over two decades for sure yeah no kidding um at rank 19 we have ultimate fallout number four from 2011 you know like first miles yeah yeah um 17 copies but this one sold we we're up to 2300 for a cgc 98 and a rank 20 we have amazing spider-man number four the first silk oh i'm so stupid for not sending this in to get cgc <laughs> both of them I'm, I'm i don't know why i haven't done it no high reason. sale of 250 bucks for a cgc 98 no just reason. sitting there 500 bucks just sitting there yeah Sitting there for you, man. No, because like the CGC 9.8 on the regular is 250. I have the one in 20 or whatever. The one in 10. Oh. I have two oh, copies okay. of the regular A and one copy of the, the ratio. They're just sitting there. And they're beautiful. They would probably be close to 9.8s or maybe 9.8s. <sighs> I'm stupid. But, it, you know, it's a hassle and you got to wait six months to a year. And, well, I just, CGC makes me mad and I hate to throw money at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't get wrong with CBCS. You can because you just don't get your your, your yeah. money back necessarily on them. I yeah. mean, if if I woke up tomorrow and and the market was just like, you know what, CBCS is just good, better people, and we're just gonna they're gonna be the flagship and the standard from now on. But that's what you you that. you can do that. You are that you are a, a tastemaker. <laughs> you can start going down that road. I'm not gonna deal with CGC anymore. I don't like their shenanigans. CBCS, CBCS is is our new go-to slabber. Or better yet, let's buy a, a, a encapsulation machine from China, <laughs> and we'll do C4FAP grading. You'll love that. I don't know that I want anything encapsulated from FAP. <laughs> I, 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 it with fappy goodness. In every, in every in every shell. <laughs> yeah. Action. Oh, look, are we, did I already tell you we we're moving over to uh, sneak peek or not? No, you didn't. <laughs> well, I'm already there. So we're okay. sneak. We're sneaking. We're peeking. We finished up the the top twenty, and um, I'm looking at that Action Comics facsimile that was seven bucks. And I'm looking forward to flipping through this. It'll be fun. Oh, I love a good facts. And I'm also looking forward to flipping through the old action journalism. Number one, as you know, was a previous FOC pick. Am I on the wrong one? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the wrong one. Yes, that's what I thought. So I should probably read the action journalism in my stack. Then. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Action Comics 1047. I bet you in three issues, they make a big deal out of that. <laughs> yes, they have a much bigger deal than we thought. Yeah. Thank God you're here, Kyle. I, could, I would have just kept going. Oh, Nine, 920 DC. Yeah. I like that Batman the Audio regular A cover with Radio Tower. Yeah, it's really nostalgic nice. And going. Very cool. I love cool. that Batman one bad day. We went to a second print, so we get another Giuseppe Comicoli one. So that's yeah, awesome. that's pretty great. Love these crisis covers. Very yeah. yes. homage. Yes. And there's our DC horror. Can I pick 
it again. Uh, no, probably. But it's it's an Sergeant honor. Rock is nostalgic, hitting the feel. Yeah. And I like that cover C. Frank Wiley, the double, double, yep. double bag rock. Yep. Super tempting. What is the even Kegel, Evan Kegel detective happening there? Oof. That's a cool, cool cover. We're going to take Batman and make him white and then have Creature behind him molested. Yeah, looks like you're doing something there to him. Oh, you can't. Love the Harley Quinn. I knew you were going to like that. No matter how many times people do Batman Returns homages, you're there. Dark Knight Returns homages, you're there. Second only. (laughs) Art Germ. I don't even know who is on the cover of Human Target 7, but... Yeah, very nice. Nice how it's on the list. I think that's Frost. Is that Emma Frost? Ice. Ice, I mean. Ice. Is that who that is? Somebody with cold powers. Somebody with cold powers. Yeah, that's... She's she, a flaming femme. I think she has a sister that's... If one's fire, one's ice. Yeah, yeah. Good, Good work. Tim Drake Robin, number one. Everybody's favorite Robin. Just ask anybody about their favorite Robin. Nobody will ever say Tim Drake. <laughs> he had a long run. I think that's what they were saying. He had the longest run of any any Robin. Really? We had it's, so many. Uh, oh, I, uh, okay, so Nightwing doesn't count as Robin when he's not Nightwing? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's, yeah, Tim Drake has the longest running Robin series. Yeah, because when you have an uninteresting character that can't really go anywhere and you just keep him doing things. Well, I mean, I don't know why you got hatred for him. You cannot prefer him over others, but there's nothing yeah, but you wrong can't with call him. him. You remember the solicit, right? I do. Everyone's favorite Robin. No. Let's see if they've changed it. <laughs> the world's favorite Robin. Yeah. Let's got it. Yeah. yeah. Come yep. on now. World's. World. Not America's favorite. The world's you favorite. Know, Billion people in India, maybe they're all big Tim Drake. Yeah, and I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, big in China, big, big in China. China. Yeah, the Young Justice doing anything for you with their Nightwing stuff? Nope, nope, not really. All right. Eight Bill Genies number five. Only issue five. Well, I guess yeah. it's only going to do eight, so that makes. I guess that's true. I feel like a lot's happened in the first four though. <laughs> Like a lot of stuff has happened. I think we, I think we lost five billion people in the first Dang, five, four issues. Awesome. Yeah. What else is awesome? Bjorn Baron's searched cover. We got some flawed Chuck Brown and Prenzy. Ultraviolet high octane limited series. That's Frasier meets the Punisher. What? Yeah. Two great tastes that go great together. Ooh, a long-awaited Lazarus Risen, the quarterly book that's not so quarterly, mostly every six months or so. Old Dog, number one, Declan Shalvey doing everything. It's a CIA operative on a one final mission. Sci-fi series, spy-fi series, that makes more sense. That's a tempting one, too. Yeah. Briar from Boom and I missed that last time. 
Yannick Paquette, Christopher Cantwell, German Garcia. What if Sleeping Beauty never got her happily ever after and instead save herself? <laughs> yeah, just the Rohypnol wore off. <laughs> FOC reveal. Yeah. Very nice. Number five. Prison keeps. Dark Horse is having a rough week. Just a couple of things, including The Roadie by Tim Seeley, a horror saga about nostalgia, heavy metal. Hell and redemption. What else do you really need? That's it. IDW has a Todd McFarlane edition for Spider-Man. Oh my God! Can you imagine? It's 150 bucks. Is that Marcus Martin? No, no. Wrong Martin. Amazing is. Crossing over with Axe. Damn it. I'll be lost. Mm-hmm. Fortnite. Been cranking out your last code. Yep. And that is a very variant. Uh, Secret Wars 8. Oh, yeah. Different skin. Correct. Do you think if they did these Marvel voices less yes, often, they, they'd they, be more special? I see them so frequently that I glaze over and have no interest in reading them. Correct. Star Wars Hollywood we'll Chewbacca number six is your own destiny. Mace Windu. Makes sense. Don't get a lot of Windu. So. And you don't get a lot of Lord Moment on that Doctor for Sprouse. Choose your own destiny. Second printing on 26. So that's right. 26 is all of our first appearances. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah. go back and get that. You missed it? Yep. I thought we tried to order you some. Love you for Wow. I thought it was in there anyway, though. Was that was that not unconditional love that I have with oh, my no, brother? No, no, fickle as all get out. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Coin flipped. <laughs> Red five gives us August Purgatory Underground. <laughs> Benjamin that's, Morse. That's just like random word generator. Yeah. I don't. I need a name for my comic. Oh, I don't know. What month is it? Uh, I don't know. Not heaven or hell. What's the other thing? Yeah. <laughs> Creep power. I don't know what that is. I love those dynamic forces. Yeah. Things. They do some good work. Uh, Comics Experience is giving us the Disciple one shot. One of their graduates of their program. I'll be fun. Sorry, I should not be looking. What man go and buddy man greet ten copy. <laughs> so I want this cover. It's ten bucks. Thirty-three pages, and on the front, it's of course a Dr. Seuss variant with girls, and it says, "There's a rocket in my." <laughs> really not okay <laughs> you can like whatever you want you're sorry i keep getting caught in anime my bad moving on you're allowed man somebody's gotta toe the line for yeah, those guys yeah. since i never do read any hardly ever well, someday someday I can't, time to, I can't get you watch it's on the, it, it goes hand in hand someday i'll read some man some manga and someday i'll watch some some of your animated stuff 
Speaking of hand in hand, Street Fighter Masters Chun Li. I think it's the top. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Anything else, sir? Uh, I think that's it. This is the part of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week, sir. What is your one book? Get into your local comic book shop. Support them. Give them and get good return on the- I think I'm going to go with Old Dog. Old Dog Tricks. I'm going to go with Star Wars 22nd Printing. Fantastic. Because I will not miss twice. <laughs> oh, we thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through our picks of the week and all the things going on in comic books. As we wind down of September, of course, head on over to patreon.com, find comics for fun and profit, sign up, give us a couple bucks, be part of our community, get on our Slack channel, get those unaired, unedited, get things without ads, all kinds of fun stuff. Chit chat with Drew and myself, be part of the Excel Watch for Drew, for myself. See ya.